Welcome to Life by Design. On this podcast, we explore ideas on self-improvement and living with intention, amongst other things. My name is Otto Abasibasi, and I am honored to be your host. In my early teens, I became obsessed with personal development as a path to growth, success, and happiness. Today, I am a full-stack creative and entrepreneur, using my skills to help people and businesses live up to their potential. And my passion for self-development is still going strong, albeit more nuanced. And now I share what I learned as I build a life by design. If there was an overarching theme to all that I do, it would be the arts of being, the acts of creating, and the space in between. I have always been interested in how we live, how we create, and how those two things interact with and inform each other. I hope you enjoy the podcast and thank you for listening. Welcome, welcome to the Ramble Show, the Wednesday Ramble Show, as always. Um, hope you've been well, hope you ha- are having a great week, hope you've had a great month so far, and um, hope you're looking forward to the end of the year. It's one month left, I'm recording this right at the end of, of November, so yeah, just one month and then the year is done. I would like to apologize if this recording sounds a bit funny or if you can hear the rain in the background because it's been raining all evening on and off and and if I don't if I don't record now yeah rather I record now so I hope I hope the rain is not it's not too much Um, and yeah like I hinted to in a previous episode this would be the final official final episode of the season so what I mean by that is when I started this podcast again um, and started uh, putting out content, weekly blog posts this year as well, I had intimated that I was going to make this, um, I was just going to focus on making one season of content um, and that season would be either a set amount or till a set time. and. Um, yeah, we are we are here now. We've more or less gotten to the end. So episode number forty four. Um, thank you for listening. If you've been listening all through and this whole time. Um, so yeah, this is the final episode of the season. Doesn't mean that I would not necessarily put out any more content for the rest of the year, but generally speaking, I am trying to take some time off, rework things. Um, and just come back next year refreshed with a with a whole lot of ideas to discuss and share um, whole new different shows to put together and bring to you and all sorts of different things um, this has been a really cool experiment so far to see um, what it's like to make content in this way and um, it's been great it's been fun I enjoy it we're gonna do more of it um, so yeah thank you for being a part of this journey so without further ado, let us get into the, the, the content or the ideas for this week. So um, the previous podcast has to do with me talking about how airplane mode is the greatest productivity hack that you can, you can ever take or put into practice in your life. And um, also the blog post I've released this week, which is the idea that what brought you here will not take you there. 
what has made you succeed so far up until this point might not be enough to take you to the next level. So we're going to discuss these two ideas. All right. So let's talk. Let's talk airplane mode and talk. Um, <laughs> let's talk productivity for a bit. So, um, yeah, this is still from 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 the series of how to get what you want. I did back in 2018 on the blog, and um, we've talked. We've spoken about um, you know knowing what you want and you know focusing on the bag, your big hairy audacious goal. We've spoken about how you should use systems to achieve your goals um, as opposed to just brute force. And um, here I start to get a little bit more um, ingrained, more um, granular. I talk about actual productivity tips. And there were two books at the time or two years prior to me writing all of this. There were two books that were extremely um, important that were extremely crucial. They really, really changed the way I thought about things. And those two books were The One Thing and the second book was Deep Work by Cal Newport. The One Thing is one of my favorite books of all time. I try to read it at least once every year. And it is essentially a book about focusing, about understanding that there are a few things that really, really matter. And probably there's really just one thing that really matters. And if you can like focus your life around that one thing, around that one idea, or just use that the idea of the one thing or the focusing question as it puts it in a book, you'll be able to live a much focused and a more effective, effective life. So something I like to think about every day or just have at the back of my mind is like, what is the most important thing I have to accomplish today? And it might be something I need to do for myself. It might be, um, you know, an errand. It might be something important for life. It might be a client project, but it varies from day to day. But knowing that makes it easy to know that, okay, if I get this one thing done, I can mark today as a success. And then, you know, everything else is a bonus. So, you know, this idea just really keeps us focused and accountable to the one thing, whatever we choose that one thing to be in, in our lives. And the second book was Deep Work by Cal Newport. And the essential thesis of that book is that we are slowly, generally losing the ability to focus and, you know, stay on task, you know, because we have our phones, because we have all these different outlets and things. There are so many apps, so many messages, so many streams of content out there that we get super used to being distracted all the time and we are losing the ability to focus for long periods of time enough to get serious work done. And the thing is, any work that's worth doing, right, usually will require a lot of attention. It requires you to sit down, to think, to play around, to experiment, to research, to try things, to fail, to figure it out. And if you're not able to give your full focus your full capacity to it then you are shortchanging yourself and that work would never be to the standard that it should be um so the idea of deep work is so powerful so i at the time started putting this into practice by virtue of how i interacted with my phone so the airplane mode which is basically you know switching off data and Wi-Fi and everything basically switching your phone off without switching it off the rain is getting like even crazier um, but even like switching switching it off basically and and turning off turning off your phone 
um, disconnects you from this entire crazy world of distraction. Disconnects you from, you know, from messages that may come in, from unplanned phone calls, from unexpected demands and all these things. I mean, at least for the time that you need to get work done. You want to be able to, you know, sit down and give your full, full attention to a thing. And, and just implementing this idea, just switching off my phone from time to time, especially when I'm working, has had perhaps the most significant effect on my productivity and ability to get things done. Because in that time, in those 30 minutes, an hour, couple of hours, I am able to actually focus and push the work and get it done. I, I realize that on the times when I'm a bit distracted, when I'm on my phone a lot or trying to do things that it becomes almost impossible to get anything done or get anything done to the standard that you know you wanted to. And so, yeah, turning off my phone has been like incredibly, incredibly important. Um, and sure, yeah, like, you know, you do miss calls, you do miss, miss messages. Sometimes bad things can happen, you know, and, and the next post um, I had after this one, um, which I'll probably get back to recording this whole series next year, was talking about how to let bad things happen, right? How to let things that, you know, sometimes you ha we have to let the ball slip from your fingers, but if it's not on a thing that is like one of your main things, then that's okay if you let it slip so that you could focus on and get your main thing done. Um, at the end of the day, keeping the main thing the main thing is always like the most important thing. And also just for a sense of like, you know, mental health and being in a good space, you know, and just keeping our peace. If you consistently hijacked with, you know, the streams of consciousness of other people with all these content, with all these things, then you do not have the time to just be, to just recover, to just think, to, you know, be aligned. And the whole idea of this whole thing we talk about here, right, is, um, you know, about living with intention. And so if you're not, you know, if you're not intentionally using your phone, if you're at the mercy of the algorithm, then it's very, very hard for you to live a life by intention because you're constantly being influenced by, you know, what other people post or what these corporations want you to see. And that literally programs your mind, obviously. So we need space to think, to connect with ourselves, to heal, to do all of that. And if you're able to like put this into place, if you're able to really, really, you know, live a life of focus, live a life, you know, be able to implement this really focused, really blocked off time to your work, to whatever it is you're trying to get done, you would see like your progress really just shoot to the next level, not just with the amount of things you're able to get done, but also with the quality the depth to which you can get these things done. Um, so yeah, really, really take that into mind, man, and try to invest the appropriate amount of effort and time and focus into your affairs. It will prove invaluable for you just as it has for me. So that is essentially that idea, airplane mode, switch up your phone, get some work done or focus on studying or doing whatever you need to do. Super, super important, super, super easy. We all know it, but you know, if you're not doing that, try to do it. I I still do the phone thing a lot, um, the phone off thing when I work. In fact, right now, um, I've been recording for the past hour, hour and a half, working on different things. So my phone has been, been off for a while. 
but even just being intentional about everything I, I realize I watch probably a bit too much YouTube <laughs> and it, it affects my sleep and so many other things so just being able to disconnect and not be like I said beholden to the algorithm in whatever stream of your choice it's like a super super important thing to have yeah so the next idea right is something I've been thinking about um, recently and probably something I'll keep pondering about over the course of the next few um, few months um, a couple of weeks actually hopefully I'll be done <laughs> with this in the month of December um, but the idea is like uh, what brought you here would not would not take you there and I've been thinking about this a lot because um, and if you follow my, my blog and my content, we've been talking about how to break through to the next level, how to level up, you know, how to raise your success ceiling. I have been very interested in what it means to break past previous limitations. If you've only experienced a level of success, what would it take to experience a higher level of success? What, it would, what would it take to cross over into a new reality? And what does that look like? And what prompted this, I guess, this slice of investigation or thought was a conversation I had with a friend um, some months back. And she was super excited about how, you know, she's doing well and she's focusing on these different things and, you know, being hardworking and, and focused and, and praying and believing and you know just all these great things that do give results and she was seeing results and i thought that was fantastic but at the time i remember feeling very jaded you know and you know it's probably one of my fatigue or um you know less than ideal emotional moments but it was a feeling i decided to like think a little bit about right and i've spoken about like um you know, self-help and I've critiqued it a bit and I've spoken about, you know, what the point of self-help is and how to actually use it, you know, because at the same time, a lot of these ideas that are very useful in allowing us to achieve success when taken to the extreme can also become detrimental, right? Anything taken to an extreme can become detrimental. So we talk about toxic hustle culture we talk about you know burnout we talk about you know depression we talk about unrealistic expectations we talk about you know all these things even the fact that you know getting what you want would make you happy all of these different things to say that no bullet no, no silver bullet is silver forever no you know nothing is <laughs> sacred so to speak um, what has brought you here, what has made you successful to this point can sometimes be the thing that starts standing in your way. And it is up to us to understand the seasons and the scenarios and the spaces that we are in, that we are moving through, and what is important or useful to use in those different spaces. So, there is a book basically by this title, right? It's called What Got You Here Won't Get You There by Marshall Goldsmith. And he's an executive coach and in his book, he speaks mainly to working professionals, right? Specifically to the gifted executive 
who has leveled their skills and personality to rise up to a certain point and then hit a ceiling because that strength has now become a weakness. So you get the professional who's been very gung-ho, very productive, always pushing, always getting things done, almost like steamrolling over everyone else in the organization just to get their way. And sure, maybe they do get things that way. Maybe because of how loud and flamboyant they are, they do get noticed, they even get promoted, they actually succeed. But now put that person in charge of a team and now that entire ab abrasive, forceful, you know, gung-ho nature now starts to work against them because nobody don't, nobody wants to be around them. Nobody wants to work with them. They're not able to share the credit or delegate properly or get proper buy-in from other people. And so that's an example of the traits and the strengths that brought you to your success now being the Achilles heel, the chink in your arm or the floor that begins to break everything down. We also see it even like on the scale of companies, right? And in the post, I gave the example of Facebook, now Meta. You know, Facebook rose to dominance, still is dominant, one of the biggest companies in the world, surely. Um, and they got here by a focus on, you know, Web 2.0, a focus on social media and connecting the world through their various platforms. And now these things that brought them success, that brought them so much wealth, so much influence, now starts being the issue because everyone now gets worried about privacy. Everybody gets worried about how these tools are being leveraged to shape our society and shape the way we interact with each other. The things that brought them success, the focus on monetization and sharing and you know knowing the people on their platform now becomes the thing that works against them. So what did they do? They decide they need to evolve. They do that, they even completely change their name. They're no longer Facebook, they're now Meta. Now they look into the next thing. They're looking at Web 3.0, looking at VR, AR, looking at the Metaverse, literally different planes of existence. What brought them here cannot take them into the future. They need a new strategy. They need a new way. And that is the core of the idea, right? And at the core of this idea is humility. It's understanding that to do new things, to break new grounds, to get to the next level requires change. We cannot rest on our oars. We can't just do what we did before. If we did that, we will get what we've always gotten. If we want new results, we have to do new things. In my perspective, in my experience, right? Like I consider myself quite hardworking. I like to push. I can go hard. I like to hustle. I like to take on a lot. I like to be proactive. I like to be productive. And that is usually a strength, but I've started arguing and I've been arguing with myself for a while that, you know, about the limitations and issues of that. If you are working so much, if you are always, always on the move, then it means you're not spending enough time thinking. It means you're not spending enough time strategizing. It means you're not spending enough time aligned. At this point, for me, it matters less that I do a lot. It matters less that I'm hard working and on time and all those things and those things are still important don't you know don't get me wrong those things are still important they're still the the price of admission but at the same time it matters more that i am doing the right thing that i am having the right ideas that i'm positioning myself in the right way not one tool is the end all be all you know i have to evolve i have to think different i have to do different things and so when I think about this as a whole, um, and I'll probably 
write more or create more content around this idea. But, you know, I think there's three levels to shift. Three levels of shifting that needs to happen for you to reinvent yourself. You need to obviously have a fundamental shift in perception, in the way you frame the issues at hand. Then you need to have a shift in behavior, then a shift in experience. So let me quickly break those three things down. So the first thing is your perception, right? Because everything starts with perception. You have to look at where you are as clearly as possible, the good and the bad. You have to be open to bring in your sacred cows, the things that you don't, the things that you take for granted. You need to take, bring them and, and scrutinize them. The way you have done things so far, is it working? Is it still working? Can it be better? Is it possible that this thing that has made us succeed can also be a flaw? All right. I love to work, but am I working so much that I don't have the time to do the thinking? You know, my mind, my perception of the business needs to shift. My perception of what's possible needs to shift. My perception of the playing field needs to shift. And as I shift this perception and way of thinking and way of viewing things, as I look at these things from multiple perspectives, then you open up the possibilities of action. Then you can adapt and move accordingly. The second thing is the shift in behavior. Obviously, you actually have to adapt. You actually have to do things. You have to work. And sure, change is hard. Change is difficult. We get stuck in our ways. And it is hard to learn new things or to adopt new ways of being. To look at ourselves and, you know, temper the strengths where they become weaknesses. And build up the weaknesses where to where they can become, become strengths. But we have to do that. We have to keep changing. We have to keep trying new things. We have to be comfortable with starting from scratch again, with returning to the beginner's mind, with not knowing the answers. We have to be willing to unlearn and relearn. That is how we become great again. And as we do this, as we actually make the changes and do the things, we will begin to have a shift in our experience, right? The results will change. Our environment itself can change. We can shift our environment. We can make an environment push us towards this new way. And hopefully all of these things become a great feedback loop that pulls us even deeper into this new reality and this new way. And when that happens, right, is the opportunity to learn, to experience differently, to have this thing be the confirmation of our strategy, of our hunches, of our change. And shifting on all these levels allows us to grow. If we are able to do this, we can move beyond our current proficiencies, beyond our current levels of experience and success to new ways of being, doing, and having. To be whatever we need to be, to be our best, to get what we want. So I hope that was useful. That idea, um, these two ideas, putting your phone on airplane mode um, and acknowledging that the things that have helped you succeed so far might not be enough to take you to your next level and be willing to do the work to figure out what needs to change and what needs to be done to climb up to the next level. It means embracing change. It means embracing new ways of thinking, new ways of doing things, new skills, new relationships, new interactions, new productivity new work, new focus, new all those things. Um, 
and hopefully you know you can you can you can come into your own you can come into the next level that is calling you that is that is that is drawing you nearer um yeah thank you for listening thank you for being a part of this season like i said um, this is the official end i might not post any content until early next year probably not i probably will post something but it won't be um it won't be as defined for now we'll be taking some time to do some immersion some 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 thinking some planning some restructuring some working on the new my new ways of being and new things that i want to make happen in the coming year um in the meantime like i said thanks for rocking with me if you have any um issues questions and stuff i will put a link an email um an email here that you can hit me up um with anything anything any comments any questions any ideas um, and yeah, and we can chop it up. Um, hope you have a great week and a great rest of the year, great holiday season, all of that. Um, and looking forward to reconnecting and continuing continuing this journey of building a life by design, building a life that we are intentional about, and you know, allowing all of us on this journey of you know to pursue our goals, you know, to find happiness to to reach fulfillment, whatever that means for, for any of us. So, um, thanks again. Take it easy to the next time. Stay awesome. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, if you want more, feel free to check out other episodes on the podcast or, you know, check out my website as well. Otobasibasi.com. That's O-T-O-A-B-A-S-I-B-A-S-S-E-Y.com. Um, there's hundreds of blog posts on there. Um, we've got playlists on there, um, as well as you know, video interviews and books that I wrote as well. You know, so just check out what I'm into, check out what I do, and there's probably something in there that will give you value as well. Once again, thank you for listening, and I'll check you on the next episode.